Fuck Christmas. It's a waste of fucking time. Jingity jing, the Italian Christmas donkey. Every who down in Whoville liked Christmas a lot, but the Grinch. Dark boy would get in the way. Fighting, big fat hairy deal. Hey CBS, what's coming on? Friday, blast off to a galaxy far, far away. It's the Star Wars Holiday Special. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. My little Christmas party is about to begin. I just love this time of year. It's my dick in a box. My dick in a box, babe. This holiday season, a donation has been made in your name to the Children's Alliance. Oh, that's nice. I got him Yankee tickets. He got me a piece of paper saying I've given your gift to someone else. To a children's charity. Don't you see how wrong that is? Where's your Christmas spirit? Daddy's nose is red and runny. Daddy's voice is gruff and funny. And the only words I can understand are God and him and Christmas. Oh my God, I killed Santa Claus. I'm not going to jail for this asshole. Hell no. Merry Christmas. I don't want to fight tonight with. Oh, let's have a Patrick Swayze Christmas. I'm wearing her clothes, her silk pantyhose, walking round in women's underwear. On the most miserable Christmas of my life. You got one big toy at Christmas, and if your parents did their job, it was usually something very dangerous, okay? Guns, knives, toys with tons of tiny parts you and your sister could choke on, stuff that caught on fire, it was great. In 2011, the Smodcast Internet Radio Network was formed by a group of online broadcasting entrepreneurs led by Kevin Smith. In the weeks to come, shows like Plus One Per Diem, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old, and Tell Em Steve Dave attracted a loyal following. Coming from all walks of life and spanning the globe, these people download, tweet, and inform. They are musicians and artists. They are programmers and clerks. Most of all, they are fans. These are the men and women of the Smod Squad. Baby, it's cold outside. Have to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. Everything has been. Been hoping that you drop in. 
I'll hold your hands, they're just I'll like ice. Beautiful, what's I'll your hurry? The floor. Listen to the fireplace roar. Beautiful, please don't hurry. Put some records on, we'll it's bad out there. Hey, what's in this dream? No cabs to be had out there. I wish I knew how your, eyes, your eyes are like starlight this now. I'll hook your hat. Your hair looks hey, cool. Say no, 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 sir. I'm moving. At least I'm gonna say that I tried. What's the sense of her in my pride? but it's cold outside. Simply must go. It's cold outside. The answer is no. It's cold outside. Welcome has been so nice and warm. Look at the window. This is where the suspicious. Rush your lips out. Delicious. The from the tropical shore. My maiden man's mind is vicious. Are delicious. Or well, maybe just a cigarette. Got to get home. Say, lend me a coat. He's out there. It's really been grand, but don't you see? How can I do this thing? It's bound to be tough tomorrow. Life's long sorrow. Really and and Maybe it's cold. Out. Maybe it's cold. Out. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can think of no better way to begin. Our Christmas podcast, and to hear two stoners singing a Christmas carol. Oh, silent pipe. <laughs> no, 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 Sean. The agreement was we'd give you one song, and that's it. Sean, you have a career ahead of you, sir. <laughs> Do I? Do I? My amazing voice. Happy birthday! <laughs> Happy birthday! Oh, whose birthday? <laughs> what I, I miss? The baby Jesus. Oh, that's right. This is airing then. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, like I'm a literal... quoting the famed Rankin and Bass, Frosty the Snowman. And we are joined today by the lovely Miss Betty. Miss Betty, <laughs> welcome to the Triple X podcast. Right? Now that you're here. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna, Betty is, uh, and I'm just kind of quoting from her site here. Betty is a nerdy Canadian 19-year-old film student with little, a little time for a job. So what's a gal to do? Start up a nude webcam site, of course. It's a good first step to her goal of being a famous director. And I think I'm, I'm going to speak for everyone here by stating that I'm glad Kevin didn't take that route. <laughs> yeah. Speak for yourself, man. Oh. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, as we, have been, as we have been told many a time, Kevin will not take his shirt off. He'll take his pants off, though. <laughs> That's good enough. Uh, damn, and we're... she's a girl. Let's go. Girl power. Woo-hoo. <laughs> now we got three girls on the pod tonight. That's what I'm talking about. That's right. Tyson's yeah. uh, wife has joined us once again. Hello. I'm so glad we didn't scare you off the last time. I know. It takes it takes a lot to scare me off. That is true. You are married to Tyson. Good point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a very good point. All right. Well, let's kick off... Uh, 
with our first topic. Here's a topic. Um, the Partridge family were neither Partridges nor a family. Discuss. <clears throat> Where did that come from? <laughs> it's coffee talk with Linda Richmond. Uh, I'm the only one here that doesn't get any reference any of you guys say. I, I think uh, you, if, if you were 50 years old, you probably still wouldn't because of all the drugs you do. There's not that many drugs I do. I know, Thank right? Thank you. Just it's just one drink. type of drug and a lot of it. It's only it's only bi-hourly. Bi-hourly. Uh, see, I'm good. I only smoke at night and on the weekends. And at work. No, I don't smoke at work <laughs> anymore. <laughs> and on the way home from work. And the way to work. Yeah, yeah, because I can ride a bike and smoke a bowl at the same time. I can. Good for you. I can't. I'm too clumsy. I would get into an accident, and that's all we need. You see, Jen, I actually, n- not knowing much about drugs or, you know, marijuana culture or anything along It is not way. a drug, my friend. It okay. is a medicinal plant. Listen, anyway, she's mentioned, <laughs> she's mentioned smoking a bowl a couple of times, and I actually had to go and look it up, because I actually figured that she was smoking an entire bowl of weed during our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I am smoking an entire bowl of weed. I mean a dish. (laughs) Oh, like like a fruit bowl? Like a fruit bowl. Last (laughs) pod when I said I'm going to go grab a bowl, you thought I was getting like... I thought you were going to the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to make that. Why don't you finish one project before you move on to another one? Well, I ran out of money on the other Okay, hold on a second. What's going on over where? Sounds like somebody's getting electrocuted and beaten at the same time. Yeah, who is that? Who's the culprit? Is it Betty? Betty, Betty, are you getting, Betty, what are you doing to him? Are you getting electrocuted and beaten at the same time? <laughs> no. Not today. <laughs> Not unless we give her two hundred tokens. <laughs> oh, that wouldn't that wouldn't cover that. Two hundred tokens is like ten dollars. Oh, I gotta say, for your frame, you've got a lot deeper voice than I expected. Yeah, I'm in bed. I'm kind of sick, actually. Oh, join the club, I guess. Jen, yeah. our, our other lady is sick as well. You've heard me talk before, though. I have? Oh, oh yeah. I, I guess you're right. I have already stated. <laughs> I've, uh, I've, I've gone in to do some research, but I, I, I guess I do have to admit that when I see a naked lady in front of me, I'm not paying attention to her voice. I think it's just possibly a byproduct of people watching porn with the volume turned down. That's true. <laughs> I mean, people like Sean, who still live in his parents' basement. This is going to be revolutionary for you, but we don't have basements out here. I know, right? They don't have basements in California? Not really. Uh, I guess that makes sense. We'll just crumble, fall into itself. You have piers. Oh, going into the ocean? Yes. Extending out. He's got our own personal pier, though. Piers in Vancouver, too. Ouch. Let's chat up some uh, some uh, memories of the holiday season that you guys have growing up. <laughs> Betty? Betty Why, right. you want to know if I had a good childhood? Is that, is that what that question was? <laughs> no. No, 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 no. When did you unwrap your first vibrator? Now take a look at this. This is the Mantric Dinky Pink. It might look sweet and innocent, but this sure packs a mean punch. Due to its size, it's perfect for traveling with and popping in your handbag. Um, I got my first one when I was 18 years old. I thought I was gay for a really long time, so I, uh... Oh, you were one of those kids. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't really have any interest in a phallic-shaped dog, I guess. Now, now, we don't say, in Canada, we don't say, now, I thought I was gay. We say, they identified with being gay. <laughs> Maybe now, but I'm old school. <laughs> <laughs> So, what was everybody's first phallic-shaped Christmas present? Mine? First yes. what Christmas present? Phallic-shaped Christmas present. Does, does He-Man count? Phallic-shaped. Yes. yes, he does. 
He Man was kind of phallic shaped, and he had thunder the thunder fist. Mm. So that's what they call it now. That's what they call mine. Mm. Yeah, I've is that in the Urban Dictionary? Given um, flashlight. Flashlight. Yeah. Flashlight. Oh. Like an actual, like an actual flashlight, so you can like oh. find your way to the bathroom and back, and, and without turning on the lights and disturbing people. Yeah, I've never had anything like that given to me. A flashlight? No. Not for Christmas. <laughs> well, we used to go camping a lot, so oh, you'd, you'd get issued things that were that were useful for that type of thing, and so you'd end up with a flashlight that you didn't use when you were at home, but you're like, oh, well, I, I could use this to not have to turn on the light to you know go down the hall or whatever. That kind of thing. And they are phallic, so... Mm, I got one of those, like, huge-ass candy canes filled with m and I'm sure that could have done some damage. I got Dude, I got ones. a giant chocolate monkey last year named Hank Mardukas. Was the monkey Did phallic you name shape? him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my little brother named him Hank Mardukas. He Hank your Dukas, or...? He Hank his Dukas, I guess. <laughs> oh my god, it always comes back to masturbating. Here I am, asking a question about, you know, childhood Christmas memories, and I'm thinking I'm gonna get stories about putting cookies out for Milk and Santa, but no. Milk and Santa? <laughs> <laughs> I, <heard that> <laughs> I, I did say that, did that? Yeah. Milking yes. Santa. Milking Santa. You're milking Santa. Don't oh judge me. <laughs> it's a Canadian. Santa loves coming to your ass. It's Canadian tradition, right? He loves coming at my house. That is true. Hey! Oh, man. Bagels jokes Dude, now. Bagels rubbing it. Uh, ba- bagel. Bagels oh, rubbing ba- it, you just said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, back to the Christmas present. So what was all your all fir- all your guys' first uh, memories of your first favorite present? Like, the one that you just remember that you played for, like, months and months and months. Like, you know how you normally get Christmas present played for about a week and then say, fuck this shit? Um, yeah. Atari 2600. The fun is back! Oh yes, sirree, it's the 2600 from Atari. It's the video system with classics galore, from space invaders to cars that roar. A real hip joystick controls the screen, so lawless is hot and midnight magic's mean. And one more thing, it's got a special low price, under 50 bucks. 50 bucks? Now isn't that nice? The club is back, oh yes, sirree. It's the 2600 from Atari. Shira. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I say Shira as well. Crystal Swift Twins, Starburst Shira, and Catra Dog each sold separately. Now, your beautiful wings and magic horn. I want Crystal Swift Wings. My dazzling Starburst cape will stop you. Outshined again. I think Catra has seen the light. That's what you're saying, Andre? You got a Shira? Yeah, Princess of Power. Yeah. I, got, I got a ghetto blaster. <laughs> a ghetto blaster. I did get a transistor radio once. That was pretty awesome. I could find Dr. Demento if I wanted to. If provided I could remember what night of the week it broadcast on. That'd be so cool. Right on. Yeah. It was still playing back then, so. Betty, what about you? Um, I can't remember any, like, specific gifts that I got. It was always, like, a lot of really tiny stuff. A lot of, oh. uh, stuffed animals and everything. Very cool. I don't know, guys. I mean, cr- Christmas to me is usually a pretty, pretty horrible, depressing time of year, actually. It kind of pains and me the to... piano's been drinking. <laughs> what are you, singing Tom Waits? Yeah. Hey, that's pretty... I'm not supposed to know that, am I? No, you're <laughs> not. So that explains why you're a Grinch around this time. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I don't really like talking about it. I mean, I guess I could share it with you guys, because I guess we're kind of like on a more personal level now, but... Uh, yeah, Christmas to me, I mean, okay. You guys really want to know? I'll tell you. I trust you guys. I trust you I, I mean, for my listeners, I'll tell, I'll tell this story, okay? So this is... This is why Christmas isn't such a great time of year for me, okay? So, I mean, I was nine years old, right? Nine. Nine. And my mom and I were, were decorating our tree, right? We were waiting for my father to come home. 
And a couple of hours went by, and Dad, Dad, he wasn't home. So Mom called the office, and there was no answer. On Christmas Day, it came and it went, and still nothing, right? So then the police got involved. The police began a search. A monologue from Gremlins. Ah, someone caught me. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I actually figured it out. Like it was day before Christmas. Was, I've never seen Gremlins. It's a great movie. Oh, Angela, why don't you tell us that? Where were you last night? I was down at the John Lovitz Podcast Theater watching Hollywood Babylon with my wife. Dude, you didn't hit me up. What? What the fuck, dude? You didn't hit me or Jenna. It was for our anniversary. Well, we could have said hi and then kept walking away from you. <laughs> <laughs> Angelo doesn't want to be associated with you guys off the podcast. Dude, we're going to get, we're gonna get podcasts for whenever we're there so people can recognize us. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, we can go get some Nike SBs with like with our. Uh, I can get them made with uh, Smod Squad spot. Smod blah 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 blah. <laughs> right. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you just put a big fucking target on the back of the shirt that says "Beat Here." It's <laughs> my move. My dad's move. You one of the Temptations. <laughs> yeah. Angelo and Janie. Angelo and Janie. You guys in the house? There you are. Uh, it's a pre-celebration for our five-year anal anniversary on Tuesday. They right? <laughs> I've never seen that before, man. Your anniversary. That's just like so wonderfully obvious. That's one of those jokes where you're like, why didn't I ever think of that? I should have written anniversary in some fucking movie. That should have been in Mallrats. Yeah. I'm really disappointed. It's in not myself. too late. Go back like Lucas. Just loop it in. <laughs> no. <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> And an Ewok comes in and blinks. <laughs> never over, man. It's no. never over. Good for him. He keeps it going, man. Uh, we're driving down for a little town of Templeton, California to pop our live HBO cherries. Templeton. Where's Templeton? What? What happened? West of Bakersfield. All right. What did you say first? West Bago? West of Bako? Bako? They call it Bako up there? Bakersfield's called Bako? That's cute. <laughs> it is. I've driven through Bakersfield. That's a better name than Bakersfield, man. Because it makes you think of Bako Bits, which are yummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Bakersfield, not so yummy. Unless right. you like meth, and then it's very yummy. <laughs> it's yummy for days if you like the meth. The Bako, I like that. That's a long drive. Thanks for coming so far. Yeah, we man. appreciate it. Uh, very happy and proud to have a woman that can laugh with me at balloon knot jokes and at the fact that Chelsea Handler is a talentless cunt. <laughs> What better place to spend our anniversary weekend than here? Speaking of Chelsea Handler, I guess she's the inspiration for my request. Can I get the McDonald's Fry Girl to wish us a happy anniversary? Well, I'd be happy to, since you drove all your way. Happy anniversary! <laughs> Would you like a parfait to celebrate? <laughs> they come in various flavors. You like pumpkin. <laughs> And beef. <laughs> and mango parfait. And Skittles. <laughs> Sarah, leave those nice customers alone. No, it's their anniversary. <laughs> I want something special for them. Like a shamrock shake. <laughs> Oh, hot apple pie, because caution and the contents are hot. <laughs> you get burned. 
That's true. You butt into that shit. You will get burned. <laughs> I love, I'm not, and I'm not saying this because, you know, we're on a bit more of an intimate level now, but uh, that might be my favorite shout-out that I've heard. Uh, it was. It seriously Honestly, came out perfect. It's like my favorite of all-time shout-outs right there. That I've been going awesome. around all day going, uh, beef. <laughs> beef label. As I got to say, out of all the voices that that Ralph does, I got I I, I get a kick out of that out of that uh, fry girl. All right, he used that on Kevin and Bean one day. I think I, I, if I can remember right, I think it was on Kevin and Bean, and he got like oh, yeah, they've got some shit. Trouble. Yeah. Oh, he got shit ton of trouble. That's a that's I, a little different audience. That is all of L.A. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you though, Angelo, that if uh, if uh, the term anniversary appears in uh, in uh, hit somebody, you, you got some money coming your I way. I thought about it afterwards. I was like, oh, I should have told him to throw it in there. You should trademark it, trademark it to the Smod Squad pod. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wait a minute. Uh, yeah, now now that you brought that up, there was no Smod Squad. I was about to say, dude, what the fuck? Seriously, <laughs> you could hear your name in there with. Like, like, dash Mod Squad pod. <laughs> I thought about working it in, but I was like, ah, fuck, I don't know if I want to push it. He, he actually, uh, he kind of uh, edited it down, too. There was actually a little bit more, so he probably would have skipped it anyways. I don't know. No. What else okay, was there? What did we know? Uh, I said What's something up? about hopefully my wife won't uh, put the lock on the back door after this. <laughs> as I was playing on using my dong as a butt plug later and a couple of other stuff. But that was a that was an example of the stuff that got cut. Which I was impressed. <laughs> the whole episode was actually one one of my favorites. Not just because I was in there. It just it was just all around funny. Plus it was like another marathon one. Could not believe how long that one went. Yeah yeah yeah. And I, I mean, I just like to say too that this is just another example of the Smod Squad invading Sir. Yep. Bum 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 bum. bum. Now we've got Babylon. This was uh, the five-year anniversary. Nice. It's not actually right, until nice. Tuesday, but it's kind of hard to do uh, this kind of stuff in the middle of the week. So. Totally. I had my. My eight-year on uh, Friday. In a similar vein to Angelo and Tyson, I just like to say that it is also my anniversary. This is the uh, I would say it's about the fifteenth year anniversary to the first time I touched myself. Congratulations! 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 Incidentally, to tie it all together, it was uh, it was watching Gremlins. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Oh, I just saw Phoebe Katz and and thought of Fast Times. Let's all pause and think about that. And while we're thinking about nude uh, Phoebe Katz, is it Katz or Kates? I don't know how to say it. I think it's Kates. I believe it's Kates. Kates? All right. While we're all thinking about nude, supple Phoebe Kates, I want you all now to think about Justin Bieber. Uh, Ah, Sorry. uh, Uh, I got a story here that's going to rock your world, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to this. From the Daily News, New York Daily News. Uh Uh, I love this. I love this headline. I love that this headline (laughs) is in a fucking newspaper. Uh... Jesus, is somebody landing a plane on our podcast? Yeah, sorry. I guess so. Got it, sorry. Our, our private jet just landed. That's right, the Smod Squad jet. Yeah, <laughs> dude. You didn't know I bought it last week, friend. One day. From the New York Daily News, girl threatens to kill Santa and cook his reindeer if he doesn't deliver, deliver Justin Bieber on Christmas. <laughs> Here you go. I'm just going to state that this person is not Canadian. We would not stoop so low. You guys should be rising up because I guess they want a Canadian on a platter. I'm just going to ignore that. Okay. (laughs) 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 A 
A teenage girl with a Christmas wish list that was far naughtier than nice demanded Saint Nick give her Justin Bieber as a present, or else. Makita Austin, 13, of Brick Hill, Bedford. Well, there you go, American. She's actually not American either. She's from the UK. Oh, okay. This makes it all okay. Makes it all better. Warned Santa Claus that she would kill him if he didn't deliver the tween dream to her on Christmas Day. Makita rattled off a list of presents she wants, also including a Blackberry, high-top Converse sneakers, and fellow pop star Austin Mahone, adding to her note with, Remember, these two or you die. (laughs) (laughs) What's funny is that she actually ends it with... She actually ends it with love from and then her name with a little smiley face. Plus, yeah, XOXO. Wait, how do they find this? How do they find this? Because Santa's a low-down fucking dirty rat that leaks things to the press. Andre (laughs) is the Grinch of our pod. I love Christmas. I'm all about Christmas music. (laughs) I'm with this kid, man. Bring me Justin Bieber or die. Bring me Justin Bieber or die. I, I just... I'm not a big Justin Bieber fan. I would say but... I would say bring me Justin Bieber dead or die. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm re- I'm reading this very closely and I think I got a different take on it and I'm not joking. It says the note includes basically two pop stars Blackberry a Blackberry and high top Converse, Converse sneakers and then it says doesn't say these two it says two of these. So so like she's saying oh give me know, two of these or else you'll at least two of these or else you'll two die. Of the, two of the things on the list. So that oh. means like like you can do the Blackberry and the Converse and that'd be fine. You don't really have to get me the pop stars, but putting the pop stars on the list makes it funnier. These are violent threats. This is a fucking joke. She's saying like, well, you can give me, you know, you can give me a million dollars, you know, uh, a spot on the throne, a Blackberry and a high top, uh, a Blackberry and then some Converse. And well, you know, two of those things on the list will be fine or else I'll kill you. She says, I will literally kill you. Well, it says two of these or you die. Yes, but at the top it says, I will literally kill you. That's not... Yeah, read read above there, buddy. There's that, sure. Yeah, yeah, okay, there's that. (laughs) Read above the line. Yes, but the fact that there there was choices given... All right. to how, how not to die. I think it's. I think the kids just. Oh, that's well, so right. fine. Make, make fine. It a joke. Yeah. It's all right, dude. It's a kid with a dark sense of humor. That's great. You I, know, we need- I'll, I'll hunt down your reindeers, cook them, and serve their meat to your, to your what? To your homeless people. To homeless people on well, Christmas Day. Hey, you know what? Well, she's, she's trying charitable. to. She's, so bad. She's yeah. Yeah. You know what? She's I actually, I actually think this letter is from Justin Bieber. <laughs> 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 now, now I will. I am gonna have to admit that the subject matter of this email is Canadian. We Justin Bieber is our fault. Yeah, thanks for that, guys. I'm yeah, so, I'm hey, sorry. Personal, we need a personal apology from all of Canada. That's right. <laughs> I mean, we thought we'd, we 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 had to balance out people like Neil Young and Joni Mitchell and the band, you know. So we 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 create Justin Beavers and every once in a while, and Avril Lavigne. Was Cody Simpson Canadian too? He's another little pop star kid thing. I don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> I have some favorite Canadians, but I can only think of one at the moment. Uh, Lauren Michaels. Oh, I thought you were going to say me, bastard. <laughs> well, my favorite Canadian at the moment is Andre. So. No, oh, at yeah. the moment, sure. Well, that, I thought that was implied. <laughs> my favorite Canadian is Miss Betty Nine. Wow. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, yeah Miss Betty. I have to interject for a second. I just read something shocking. Uh-oh. Let us know. Uh, one second. Kim Jong-il died. Apparently Kim Jong-il what? just died. What? Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Holy shit. Nine minutes ago, uh, they reported it on National Post. We just got breaking news from Betty. That is so cool. Kim news. Kim. All I've got to say to uh, to the uh, the shocking news broken on our podcast is 
I'm lonely. I'm so lonely, so lonely, so lonely and sad, real alone. Get no one, just me only, sitting on my rental phone. Obviously, you've not seen Team America. Oh, I have, but I don't memorize movies like that. <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm sure that if I did, I would have I would have memorized it. I love basketball and orgasmo, but I haven't gotten to Team America yet. I like ba- basketball. Listen, Tyson, all I got to say is you need to watch Team America. Fuck I know. Yeah. I think it is. I know. America. Team America. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I love I love Trey and Matt. They're, they're just they're hilarious. The and they got nice the, the sex scene in that movie weirds me out. All right, all right. I forget the name of the show, but what was the show that what was that was based on? Uh, Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds. What? So uh, Kim Jong the sec the uh, died. So Kim Jong Il 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 is dead. Dude, like that's it? fucking that's that's ridiculous. Like how long ago did it happen? Like did you say about thirteen minutes ago now? It happened Ooh. on Saturday, but they just reported it nine minutes ago. Uh, okay. Oh, oh. that's breaking news. Our last podcast, we we broke news of a California earthquake, and this week Kim Jong too. We are go- becoming the bastion of news. I know, right? Mm. <laughs> Everybody should stop listening to NBC and whatnot. Listen, can I just can I just say something real quick. The I and an L both kind of look similar. It's not. Too. It's I I Ill. I know Ill. that you douche. <laughs> oh, I thought you were literally. I mean, I would have taken his head. Look, I don't want to embarrass you, but it's not too. But you know what's funnier? So why not Kim Jong Two? Fine, fuck me. No, Kim, Kim, Kim Jong One was 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 a much better film. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like One and a Half. Oh wait, no, that's The Lion King. I thought. Uh, oh yeah, his Naked Gun was Two and a Half. Is it bad that I never liked Leslie Nielsen? Uh, uh, hey, wait a minute. Now he's also Canadian. <laughs> Oh, yeah, just my boyfriend tries to make me watch Airplane all the time, and I'm like, "Oh, Airplane's the best. It's a good movie." Jen Cordova, listen, you can besmirch the name of Justin Bieber. You can even bash (laughs) Celine Dion and Brian fucking Adams. And Jen, I'll be damned if I let you besmirch the good name of Leslie Nielsen. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mean to soil his name, but he's not funny to me. Airplane drives me nuts. I can't watch it. I want to shoot my face off. It can be an acquired taste. Did he play Mr. Magoo? Yes, he did. Okay. You guys, just let you know, I had to go to the dentist this week. Why? Yeah. I love going to the dentist. Yeah. I, they hate, ask you to... I hate dentists. I don't know why anybody would want to be a dentist. <laughs> they make so much money. <laughs> they make bank, yeah. Andre, do you know anybody that would want to be a dentist? Only a certain misfit named Hermie the Elf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see where this goes. <laughs> oh, my that God. Was <laughs> what, uh... Sean Connery is doing right now is setting us up. <laughs> <laughs> setting us up. He's here. Yeah, I got uh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. Now, a couple of weeks ago, was it, was it not last week, but the pod before we debuted our own kind of version of Let Us Act. 
And mm-hmm. I know on that podcast I stated that we would we would only be be doing scenes from Kevin's movie, but uh, it being Christmas, we thought we'd give uh, the fans a little gift and do and do a let us act from uh, a Christmas themed. I guess they're not themed. It's fucking Christmas special. <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. themed. It's Christmas themed. It's holiday themed. What what the hell are we talking about? We're talking about Let Us Act Christmas style. That's what I thought. Triple XXX, miss. Christmas time. I know, right? Oh, I like that. That's how dirty Sean is. He adds an extra. I do. I do. I just made Charlie Brown Christmas available as an app. What? I I heard somebody singing the damn song, so (laughs) it was kind of related. It wasn't me. I didn't do the Christmas time. That wasn't me. I was. But that's from. Isn't that from the Charlie Brown Christmas special? Yeah. Just humor him, or he'll kill again. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get we'll get a little picture on um on on Twitter here in a minute of him with a baby on a like a stone with a knife above it. <laughs> Look, oh I got four God. ideas. I got four ideas. Just humor two of them. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, this Christmas show just got dark. <laughs> <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> but let's brighten it up now with a little Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. We've pulled a scene from the classic Rankin and, Rankin and Bass, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, which, I, well, from what I gather, they don't play as much anymore. When I was a kid, this seemed to play every second day the week before Christmas. But now it's it's not as not as easy to find. Is that true? It was ubiquitous with holiday programming, yes. I have it only on I VHS. Know. I bought it on DVD. I, know, I used to have the whole set. So, who wants to be Hetty the Elf, and her- who wants to be Hermie? Wait a minute, hold on a second. Hedy? Did you just say Hetty the Elf? What fucking... Hedley. Hedley Lamar. Hedley Lamar? <laughs> it's Hedley Lamar. It's Hedley. It's Hedley. <laughs> Actually, I think it's just Head Elf, but okay. <laughs> I see what Sean did. Sean accidentally... Sean being dyslexic read that backwards, and it says Elf Head to him. Okay. And then dropped Ooh, in the blazing saddles. Woo! <laughs> They rode a blazing saddle. They rode the halftime show. Sean, we do the carol, and now you're a singing machine. Is that what's going on? Yes. That was a, Frank- <laughs> that was a good Frankie Lane. It's a very good. I didn't. I had no <laughs> idea who sang that. <laughs> Can you sing Jezebel? It's Frankie Lane. Jezebel, Jezebel, Jezebel. <laughs> Jezebel. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so uh, we're going to be doing the scene with uh, Hermie the elf and mm-hmm. the douchebag head elf. And I got something to say about this uh, Rankin and Bass special right after we, we try to pull off the scene. And our two cast members today are going to be uh, Tyson and Mr. Mm-hmm. Angelo Scarpelli. Real quick, really something sad is before I started listening to Kevin, um, I had no idea who Rankin Bass were. Rankin Bass. You still don't know. <laughs> I do. I do. I don't. Do I? That's do not you? sad. You thought it was a speaker. Who do? do what? It does sound like one. Remind me of the babe. What babe? The power. The power of voodoo. Who do? Who do? So you know Labyrinth, but you don't know those movies. I like start this scene now. Every please just start this scene now. Yes, we can now. Let's start this. All right, yeah. Oh, my thing just went dark. Okay, say, Angela, what kind of voice do you guys want for whoever? Because we haven't decided who's playing who yet, even. Surprise me. You know what? I have, I had a revelation. What kind of voice? Yeah. Why don't we just get let's pick the roles first? Uh, listen, just by looking at you guys, I'm gonna say Tyson should be uh, head elf and Angela should be Hermie. I mean, I'm just saying. I disagree. I say we flip it. You want to flip them? 
Yeah. See, I don't have a good all right, all right, fine. So, so well, Tyson uh, will get the young voice, and I'll get the old I'll voice. Okay, I'll so try it. Tyson's on bottom. That's right. Oh, really? Tyson, play the gay elf. All right, go. I gotcha. All right, so I'm gonna set the scene. Here we go. It's the North Pole. The snow is falling lightly outside. There's a couple of penguins skating on a little frozen pond by a snowman with a guitar singing about silver and gold. Inside Santa's workshop sits a tiny little gay elf. (laughs) He is dressed all in sequins and has just applied a fresh coat of baby pink lipstick. As he does a line. You see, he's just missed elf practice. And inside storms his boss. And action. Why weren't you at elf practice? Just fixing these dolls' teeth. Okay, stop, stop, stop for a second. I said yes. gay, gay elf, gay elf. Okay, take it from the top. <laughs> okay, go back from the top. Or uh, who's? I'm going gay. No. <laughs> Although I am taking that pull of audio and using it a whole lot. <laughs> Isolate that, as they say. Is it Why weren't you at elf practice? Just fixing these dolls' teeth. Just fixing. Now listen. We have dolls that cry, talk, walk, blink, fuck, and run a temperature. We don't need any chewing dolls. Well, I just thought I'd find a way to, to fit in. You'll never fit in. Now you come to elf practice, learn how to wiggle your ears, chuckle warmly, go hee-hee and ho-ho, and important stuff like that. A dentist, good grief. But first, head elf drops pants and says... By the way, how about you try to fit in here? I just don't like to make toys. Oh well, if that's all. What? You don't like to make toys? No. Hermie doesn't like to make toys. Hermie doesn't like to make toys. Hermie doesn't like to make toys. Hermie doesn't like to suck boys. Hermie doesn't like to suck boys. Gonna kill him in his sleep. Do you mind telling me what you do want to do? Well, sir, someday I'd like to be a dentist. A dentist? Well, we need one up here. I've been studying. It's it's fascinating. You've no idea. Molars and bicuspids and incisors. Now and... listen, you. You're an elf, and elves make toys. Now get to work. Ten minute break. Not for you. Finish the job, or you're fired. Itch. <laughs> They'll see. Hermie reaches underneath the table and pulls out a box. I'll show them. He reaches in and takes out a small metal costume. I'm no misfit. He places the costume on and pulls out a really large gun. I'll become the Terminator. And 
scene. <laughs> that was oh, epic. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta admit, that was a pretty, like, head-on Hermes, though. Yeah, was it? Like, that was, yeah, that was, like, really close to the actual movie. I figured Tyson could do it better than me. I, I can't get the, the high pitches. I also want to compliment him on his cocksucking sound effects. That was pretty much spot-on to what it sounds like. That wasn't sound effects, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I am in the room. Oh, exactly. silver and gold indeed. Okay, oh. oh Bumbles bounce. <laughs> you know, when you're giving the introduction and talking, there's a snowman playing a guitar. I was thinking to myself, he sounds suspiciously like Burl Ives. <laughs> but you didn't say it, so. No, but it was in my head. I, I almost started laughing, so I had to swallow that one back. Oh, you swallowed oh, back now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, at I'm least now we know. Bagel has forever ruined the show. That's right, that's right. He and knowing is half the battle. At least now we dad. Right, now speaking of that that old Rudolph, now, now, go and watch that and tell me that Christmas Town is not the most fucked up, like, mean place. Like, Santa, first off, Santa's a big fucking douchebag, right? His introduction... Yeah, honestly, is, I think Santa does coke, because he just seems to be pissed off all the time. It's not, it's not snow at the North Pole. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> It's a different... stick their heads in the ground like... Tell you, worked this ship long enough to see some pretty animated things. Boom! Light him up. Evening! You been drinking tonight, sir? No. Just a couple of nogs in the poles on us for us, All right, step out of the sleigh, please. Um... What's in the trunk? Nothing. So if I open that trunk, I'm not going to find anything I don't like, am I? Um, you know, this is my wife's sleigh. All right, pop the trunk. Oh! Hello, what's this? It's just snow from the North Pole. I'm holding it for the Easter Bunny. Santa, you're under arrest. Oh, come on. You have the right to remain silent. You better not pout. Why, you better not pout. There he goes, get him! You bastards! You rat first! You! You're not getting anything in your stocking! I know you! I know where you live! I will take you out! And I don't mean on a date, you that's the hardest part of this job, busting your heroes. Now, Santa's introduction in the in the Rankin and Bass Rudolph is he comes into Donner's den, I guess, and uh, kind of compliments Rudolph at first, and then notices his red nose and, and is like, Great bouncing iceberg. Now, I'm sure it'll stop as soon as he grows up, Santa. Well, let's hope so if he wants to make the sleigh team someday. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. He could have been part of our sleigh team. Santa does not accept handicaps. <laughs> yeah. Right, Santa's been and then, segregate. <laughs> and then later on, and he like as long as as soon as he needs him, then he goes, "Oh, okay, I need you now." Later on, at the end, yeah, 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 he should have just said, "Fuck you." He says he was sorry. He doesn't apologize to the fucking elves for hating and loathing their song. Well, let's get this over with. I have to go down and look over the new deer. Okay, Santa. Now let's try out the new elf song I wrote. And remember, it's for Santa. Hmm. Well, it needs work. I have to go. 
and then not to mention later on, right after Rudolph totally beats all the other fucking reindeer and flies, right? Because I'm cute. Right, mm-hmm. and yeah, that totally. he comes down, his little nose—the uh, thing that they used to cap his nose—pops off, and then Somebody. Santa's like, "Oh, too bad. He had such a great takeoff." <laughs> Donner, you should be ashamed of yourself. What a pity. He had a nice takeoff too. What a douchebag! <laughs> oh my gosh, you now, are now, a Grinch. Listen, I'm gonna. I've got more evidence for you, Jen. If that's not enough for you, there's another Rankin and Bass animated special called "Twas the Night Before Christmas." Okay. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've seen this. It's about the little my the little mouse and 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 building the clock, right? Now, this little mouse in this "Twas the Night Before Christmas" writes a rude letter to Santa, and what does Santa do? He writes off the entire fucking town and decides to not deliver presents to them that day until a clock. Clockmaker decides to make an entire clock monument towards Santa in hopes that he will grace their town with his presence. Santa's a douchebag in these old Breaking and Bash shows. Watch, well, watch. Now that Kim Jong Il is dead, like he won't show up. Maybe Santa is Kim Jong Il. What hmm. the I'm gonna fuck? Ignore, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna ignore that too. <laughs> <laughs> Any of you guys see Rare Exports, the evil Finnish Santa oh, movie yet? That's an awesome flick. I haven't seen it yet, but I really want to. I want it so bad. <laughs> what, the film? The film. Okay. The film. <laughs> <laughs> is that true? Oh, really? I said that a little bit enthusiastically, dude. Hey, it is the triple X miss. It's a hit and a triple X miss. <laughs> Anything where Santa's like, I'm going to eat bad kids, I'm like, I'm fucking buying that. And if my kids ever start acting up, be like, oh, there's Santa. Yeah, look, they do. Our Santa's good. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Be good or get dragged to hell and beaten for all eternity. <laughs> Uh, the other thing about that old Rudolph flick is I never understood what was wrong with the doll on the island of Misfit Toys. I don't remember the doll. Her it, eyes didn't work properly, dude. Huh? Was she, did she have, like, cross-eyed or something? No, it just says a dolly for Sue, even one that will say, how do you do? That doesn't sound like a problem to me. Did Maybe it had a man's voice. She talked. Okay. Oh, so she didn't have a man's voice. Yeah, All there... I remember is the Jack in the Box, and he was creepy. It wasn't a Jack in the Box. It was a Charlie in the Box. <laughs> right. That's, oh, that's right. I've heard of a Charlie in the Box. Right. And there's a bird that, that swam and, and a tree <laughs> with square wheels and an elephant with spots, but Who I Who the cannot... fuck would put a tra- square wheels on a train? That's why it's a misfit. Wait, was it Hermes? Did Her- I wonder if Hermes actually made that. I like that you're calling him Hermes and not Hermie, like he's a fucking Greek god all of a sudden. <laughs> he is a Greek god. The Greek god of teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue that logic. <laughs> My theory with the doll on the island of Misfit Toys is that she was actually brought in by the fucking flying lion, which also doesn't make any goddamn sense to me, but that's besides the point. She, she's... I- she was brought in to kind of service all of the other toys by the crazy flying lion. Or was the lion brought the lion brought her over there? So when he's ever whenever he's over there, he's got a booty call. Oh man! But the lion's like ten times the size of her. He would crush her. Why does it always? Well, she's a doll. Maybe that's what her problem. Movies the same now. <laughs> Maybe she was a misfit because she had an abnormally large hole. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> she's a misfit because she's a whore. <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't misfits to me, Miss Cordova. Those are friends. <laughs> this sounds like a great line for a movie trailer. I mean, she's not a misfit. She's a whore. Yeah, it was the way that, that, it was the way the line was delivered. It totally made me think like this is the introduction uh, to a very special story. Three company. Three, three company. 
Like a lifetime or something. Company. What are you? Are you besmirching the good name of Tootie on our podcast? Oh, the Three's Company was was not. Sorry. <laughs> not facts to life. Not facts to life. What, can you can say you can say whatever the fuck you want about Joyce DeWitt. In Alice's restaurant. <laughs> All right. What was that oh. sign in the background? Oh. Somebody just get off. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> it sounds like somebody just like had the most uh, like relieving orgasm of their life. Ah, uh, speaking of orgasms, let's talk to a Betty. <laughs> Yay! I'm sure she's given quite a few in her very, very not very long day. <laughs> You're only 19 years old. Is that true? Yes, I'm 19. Ah, that's legal in the states, right? Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's established. Is it? this I don't know. Yeah, 18. I, I think 18 it is. is it? That's good to know. Everywhere but Arkansas, where I think 12 is legal. What I read on your on your profile is that you are indeed in film school. Now, what sparked your interest in in filmmaking? Um, I don't know. I've always been pretty interested in uh in making movies. I probably got into it when I was in grade ten. I started in this media studies class. I started in this media studies class, and uh, it I guess caught my imagination. Mm-hmm. So I decided to try out my my luck, and I ended up getting in. What type of films did you lean towards? Pardon. Uh, what type of films did you lean toward for study? Like, what were you drawn toward as far as, like, uh, did you have a set of favorites that really kind of shaped your film? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah film? for sure. I like, uh, I like, like, sci-fi and, like, uh, like comedy. I don't really, I hate art films. Like, I really, really fucking hate art films. <laughs> now, now <laughs> and art like, film, it's, yeah, I have an example of, like, a really particularly bad art film that you don't like. Oh, or, my God, I, I can't, like, I'm in art school, man. I have, I've seen so many bad movies, I can't even count. Star Wars Episode like, One. <laughs> I would classify that as an art film, but <laughs> it's, it's the artist separating people from the money. Misa, I hate that film. <laughs> uh, but you are a big fan of uh, Kevin's work. Fuck yes, I am. Now, how did you how, how did you get into Kevin's stuff? Like, what was the first film you saw of his? Uh, I actually saw Clerks on IFC when I was probably about fourteen. Good way to begin. Yeah, I saw Clerks when I was really young, and uh, and then I saw what really got me into it though was I saw An Evening with Kevin Smith, the first one, on TMN and Demand, and I watched it with my mom. Mm. <laughs> and I got really into it, and then I kind of fell in love from there. Right now, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna state for the Americans, TMN is the movie network here in Canada. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Apologies for my foreignness. That's all right. <laughs> perfectly okay. Perfectly Speaking okay. of uh, Canadian, when I left school, I had about forty-five grand worth of debt uh, yep. to OSAP, and that's generally how people in Canada kind of finance their way through through school, or they've got a you know multiple jobs to do so. But you, yep. on the other hand, have, have taken uh, a less conventional route, so to speak. So, so how did you get started with with camming, and what kind of gave you the idea to to go that route? Um. Well. I don't know. I started. I stripped for about a year when I was living in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. That was Damn. pretty fun. What club? Pardon? What Fair club? Fact. Maybe I saw you. Fairfax. Ah, well, he did I'm, see you. You go there. Recognize <laughs> you, I looked really different I, there, though. I had like I, long blonde hair. That kind of pretty much uh, isolates ninety percent of the women at Fairfax. So yeah, uh, I still have some great friends there. There's some really really cool girls there. Can you drink alcohol at strip clubs in Canada? Uh, hilariously, yes. Um, in in Canada, it's, it's full contact. Right? In the club I worked at at Fairfax, you were not allowed to refuse a drink. So if someone bought you a drink, you had to drink that drink fucking terrible because it would lead to girls getting way too drunk so you started yeah. there and then and then kind of decided to 
to kind of set up your own, you know, basically, why go to a club when I can do this at home? Uh, sort of. One of my, I, I actually moved uh, to, to uh, the GTA shortly after that, and uh, I decided, hey, my friends actually recommended it to me, so I decided to try it out. Right. Grand Theft Auto? Uh, G- uh, greater <laughs> Toronto area. Oh, I think uh, you're, you're like, screw stripping, I'm just going to go steal cars. Oh my god. <laughs> Great into Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> now, um, for, like, you're, do you have aspirations to be an adult filmmaker, or do you want to go and make, you know, not adult movies? Um, no, no, definitely not. I like, um, I like doing the virtual thing. I'm not much into actual contact. I have a boyfriend, so I have no interest in having sex with anyone else. I'm really into the virtual thing. I like having online boyfriends and such. That's cool. How does he feel about <laughs> like- it, though? He's 100% cool with it. He actually is my videographer and my photographer. He's in fil- He cool. dropped out of film school about two years ago. And you're still in. <laughs> How does your like family feel about you doing it? What do they think of it? They do not know. They absolutely do not know. They're, uh, they're kind of uh, conservative. Like my dad loves Bill O'Reilly and stuff. Okay. That's just what I was mostly wondering. Is like, because my mom knew. Oh my god! I mean, I'm sure they'd be cool with it after the initial shock and all. But yeah, I just lived in the initial. My mom's just like old school Cuban, and my grandparents would like die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's anything to be ashamed of. It it, it's a job. I pay taxes and everything. So. All the yeah, that, to you, girl. I couldn't do it. I'm too shy to do that anyway. <laughs> oh, you could do it. I'm looking at your picture right now, hon. You're hot as fuck. I could do it. <laughs> See, Jen? We aren't just talking out of our asses. <laughs> Why, thank you. About your nice ass. Oh, my God. It always comes my back to You can tell Cuban is in there. Yeah. Cuban is Puerto Rican. What do you think, Andre? Great ass. hoo <laughs> Now, Betty, obviously you're pretty comfortable with, with your body. Have you always been, you know, so so kind of sexually centered? Yeah, always. Um, I don't know, I never really liked clothes. I always thought it was stupid and silly that we had to wear them. In high school, I always, I was always That's that right. girl. Like, we'd get my friends drunk and be like, let's get naked. <laughs> uh, where were you girls when I was in high school? We were in Toronto. <laughs> Wait, wait, they weren't born yet when you were in high school. Yeah, that's true. Oh, we were, <laughs> were in high school. I'm not that fucking old, you asshole. Yeah, but you were talking about Lindsay Lohan in, what was it, that movie she did where she was a twin and... Uh, uh, Jen's obviously drunk. I have no idea what she's talking about. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I recently visited the... Uh, free cam site you know just just kind of do yep. some do do some research yes, research, of course research <laughs> and then from what Same i gather it seems to work, it seems to work a little differently than than most cam sites on the net and you can yeah, like, it's uh, pretty unique how's it how's it, how's it all work how's like how's um basically i'll there's a lot of different approaches you can take to it number one you can do is do a countdown which is a favorite of mine you do let's say um, like 2,000 tokens until a come show. 2,000 tokens is about $100 for me and uh, $200 for them. I get 50% of what I need. What is Hold a come show? Back up the horse. What's a come show? Yeah. Um, that's when I, I come. <laughs> now, how in the world are we fucking supposed to know if you do that or not? Uh, oh, how are you supposed to know if I do? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you guys have heard of something called the Hitachi Magic Wand. 
But it is Jen and uh, Rev T's wife. Seriously, though, you guys need one. I don't know one, so I'm I'm, I'm writing it down. You should tweet tweet up a pic. Yeah. uh, Oh, you would know one if you saw one. There are the best invention of all time. Like you plug it into a wall and like. Have you heard the? Have you heard about the? uh, Do you listen to Katie Morgan? Yeah. Uh, What about that saddle thing she was talking about? Sibian. Yeah. Yeah, Sibian. Uh, I'm, ac- I'm actually saving up for one right now. You did recently save enough money to buy uh, a Canon 7D, is that true? Yes, I did. Oh, uh, you lucky, I, lucky girl. Camera. I <laughs> shoot on uh, on a T3i myself, so that's sad. Oh, I, got only, I only got a Nikon D60. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm very, very sad. I cry I cry a little inside. Until then, and then I had a 60D, and I have a 50D, or 60D, I forget what I'm, I mean, I'm impressed with the... With with what T3i does, I mean, the video quality is pretty fucking spectacular for a camera that's under now uh, 700 bucks. Yeah, I require a 780p, and I, I, I have a pretty high standard for my video. Mm, yeah, cool. I mean, I, I need. I think I need to set up my own little freak I and mean, save up for my own 70. That's what I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean... Little pussy, I'm telling you. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, have, I might have a problem in that department. <laughs> you can borrow on. I could borrow yours. I meant like transplant it. Transplant, not <laughs> not what you're thinking. Uh, I mean, are you able to are you able to make a, a sufficient living like doing this? You know, can you can yes. you support your? I do. I do live off uh off what I make online. And you pay your, for your school. Too. Yeah, I pay for my school. I pay my bills. I pay my rent. I'm moving out to a really beautiful condo in uh downtown in January first. I make uh, I make good money. Very it's cool. uh, it's not easy though. Like a lot of people think, you know, you just hop on, but there's actually there's a huge investment with it. Like you need to invest in a good computer, get a webcam, um, makeup, have high like, speed getting internet, hair done, getting your nails done weekly. Like it's a lot of work. It's a lot of money to put in. It's a lot of work. It's not you don't just hop on and talk and people throw their money at you. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. You gotta have a gotta now, have a schedule, was, I'd imagine. Yeah. What was your first kind of uh, what was your first cam session like? Like, kind of run us through the first time you did it. It was really chill. I, uh, I'm on a website called My Girl Fund, which is um, people, you kind of put up goals and people help you meet them. You sell videos and photos and such. And um, one of my regulars had been pestering me about getting a webcam for quite a while. So he eventually bought me one off my Amazon wish list. Wow. He yeah. eventually convinced me to do it. So he bought me a, a toy also. So he wanted to see me use that. So I had a couple drinks, smoked a bowl, and uh, went out myself online. It was pretty fun. It was really, it was really easy because like you don't really have to pay attention to them in any way. You kind of just close your eyes and you know let you it happen. Forget that they're, you just forget the computer's there, right? Yeah, exactly. Like I would never fake. I'm not into faking. I think it's fucking stupid as hell and it's misogynist as hell. Oh, yeah. So I'm might as well have a good time. Yeah, exactly. Like why fake it? A guy would never fucking fake it. Well, doesn't it? Isn't it true that if you fake it, that it just teaches men bad behavior? Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Tyson, is that what your wife taught you? <laughs> oh no, I learned. I learned that way before. He came fully trained. <laughs> <laughs> he came fully trained. Did you know come with a manual? A story to your wife for years of failed orgasms. A Hitachi magic wand. I've just seen a picture of this uh, thing. I think I saw Christy Pretty Canyon use one it. of those. Christy Canyon, you're dating yourself, buddy. Yeah, I, well, I'm dating the, the thing. It means it, it means it's good technology that holds up over the years, apparently. 
Oh, it does. <laughs> then you need to get your wife one, then. Right. I may have to ask Alfonso to get me one. I'm sorry, Alfonso's my boyfriend. I don't think my boyfriend would like me talking about our sex life. Think, think of your audience. That's what they want to know. All right, he doesn't listen to it. I'll never know. Speaking of Jen's boyfriend, uh, <laughs> Betty, <laughs> there's a lot of weirdos out there. Yes, there is. How, how does my boyfriend <laughs> contribute to a weirdo? All <laughs> right, guys, before we get into that, I'm going to have to go because i got to be at work super early in the morning. Sorry I can't stay for the rest of the pod. Everybody can yell oh, at me. Bye, Jen. It was nice meeting you. Yeah, I'm adding you on Twitter right now, and I'm going to be hitting you up and asking you about this Hitachi magic wand. Oh, oh I will tell you all you need to know. <laughs> she has, she has a real job. Reason. I know, my real job kind of takes over my life. Hey, what, what is your real job, by the way? Um, I'm, I'm the website administrator for LNAclothing.com, and I also am their bitch. So everybody go there and <laughs> bitch at that company. No, yeah. that means it all comes to be. <laughs> like, oh you no, I you design clothes, that. don't you? I don't know. I sew clothes on the side. Like, I do it for myself. But um, I run our website and I do PR. I do. I'm, I just helped Hot Chili Ray and dressed them. And I'm also running our sample sales. So did Jen just did Jen just snipe Betty's interview and we're interviewing her now? I, I know. No, I, listen, I say we settle this. By by filling a pool full of pudding and putting them both in it and letting them fight it out. All right, we're pudding. pudding. Yeah, we'll do it with KY. Yeah, I think that's better. Pudding gets. Yeah, I don't want to get infection. Put the toys inside the the pool. <laughs> and I'm allergic to chocolate, so mm, hospitalization. <laughs> so I guess Betty would win. Yeah, I'm allergic to chocolate. <laughs> no, being a girl around. Right. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, the point being, Jen's got a jet, so we're gonna say. Merry Christmas, Jen. Thank you. We'll see Merry you. Merry Christmas. Christmas. You. Hi, Jen. Thank you. Have a great holiday, you guys. All right. Okay. Je- uh, uh, Betty, n- when Jen leaves, this is when the, the pod really begins. Let me tell you. <laughs> when the party starts. No, everybody, unzip. I've been. I've had some pretty fucked up requests. Pretty what's, fucked up requests. What's the most um, fucked up request you've had? Pro- the most fucked up request I've had, or the one I've I've gone through with. Or the oh, one bolt. that you can actually, oh, one you can bolt, actually bolt. tell us about. <laughs> okay, um, the one I went through with, I'll go with. This guy had um, a slapstick comedy slash sloshing slash sock fetish. What? So I did a little... And for <laughs> those of you who aren't aware, sploshing is a uh, wet and messy fetish. Oh. So they like that kind of thing. So for my video, I, uh, I put a pie in my face. <laughs> and that got him off. A pie in the face. Wow! <laughs> An actual pie that was shaving. So does this fool masturbate to uh, Three Stooges? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was going to say the Marx Brothers, but okay. <laughs> He's going to be so stoked when this movie comes out. Kids, watch out when you go in movie theaters. you got to watch out for this guy. Watch out for He's the So one kid's going to like, why is my back of my head wet? Yeah, I'd say sploshing is probably the weirdest I've come along with. I've never even heard about that before. Yeah, a lot of people haven't. I, I'm pretty uh, well versed in fetishes. Your own fetishes. Right. You have a you have a you have a foot fetish. Yes, I do have a foot fetish. I don't <laughs> understand what uh, like what is what for a foot fetish. What is actually appealing to the foot? Like, is There's it? There's a lot uh, of things that are appealing about a foot. Um, no, no, but example, not like sole. Like, what is it's, your favorite part of the foot? Like, it's the sole, the bottom of the foot, because like you never okay. really see it. It's so taboo. So like when you sure. see it, it's kind of it's kind of like taboo. It's exciting. You never you never really actually get to see it. So when you Very do, true. you just I just think it's hot. I don't know. Betty, a bit of a serious question now. 
I guess some of the 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 bigger critiques of what you do could be that it's akin to prostitution in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Now, what would, you, what would you say to those types of so, people? I get that a lot, that it's not a, a real job and that I should go out and get a real job. But first of all, it pays way better than a real job. It's something I actually enjoy doing. And um, I don't know, I'm a feminist. I believe in having autonomy over one's body. So anyone who says not that I that I'm not having a real job that what I'm doing is disgusting, they just they need to suck my dick, basically. <laughs> Metaphorical giant nine foot dick. Yeah, exactly. But um but yeah, I do think it, this is actually a soft form of prostitution. I don't I don't like me say that. It it absolutely is. But there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with prostitution. Prostitution is the oldest form of work on this planet. There's nothing wrong with it. Alright guys, I have to go. It was really nice meeting all of you. It was really nice meeting you too. And hopefully I'll be back sometime. Bye! Nice meeting you. Bye. Oh, and ca- where can we follow you on Twitter, real quick? Uh, MissBetty9. You can follow me at MissBetty9. And then right. what's your website? My website is um, mygirlfund.com slash MissBetty. Alright, well I'll see you there. Alright, we'll see Thank you guys. You. Bye! Later. Oh, yeah, speaking of uh, prostitution and uh, other things that people tend to associate with them. All right, from News Corp. Police in Houston were investigating Tuesday after an online ad promised extra time with an escort for customers who brought a toy for charity. I like this charity. Where is this charity? Um, let's see. Well, charity apparently is supposedly Toys for Tots organization, which we do have in America. Are you familiar with Toys for Tots? And I'm sure you have it all over Southern California. Canada, do you Absolutely. have... Uh, or a dirt bike ride for Toys for Tots. Yeah. I don't know, but this kind of sounds like Toys for Tits. Now, let's see, in Houston, so I'm not sure what the prostitution laws are, but we have, let's see, okay, uh, KTRK-TV reported that the ad, which offers a, quote, Santa's Little Helper slash Toys for Tots special, unquote, says customers who pay for an hour with the escort can and bring an unwrapped toy for the U.S. Marines Toys for Tots charity. I see. So it's it's basically gathering toys for the U.S. Marines for Toys for Tots. And that's for underprivileged children. They'll get the second hour free. So bring a toy and you get an extra hour. Well, what? What, so right. so what is what is the there's a massive controversy going on with this I guess yeah I um I like the spirit of it I think it might have just been a, a bad idea to uh, add something where you can toys more for easily... tots <laughs> well, no it's no it's bad to yeah, do if you're going to try and uh, you just added something that basically is like you know um, I am a John I will be wearing a green flower and you bring the green flower you know and you're the cop and the prostitute goes oh look a green flower you're safe and then you're busted it's like yeah, no, I take toys. Well, you just basically, you're the, you, do you take toys? Fuck no, I don't take toys. You're looking for some other toy-taking whore. No, no, not me. Wait, are you a cop? Uh, no. Okay, yeah, I take yeah, toys. Yeah. yeah, sure. You want the two hours? All right, yeah. Let's go. Are you saying then, the toys are whores? Yes, well, we already toy. talked about the one toy with the massive hole. Yeah, maybe they're bringing that fucking doll from the island of misfit toys. <laughs> so let's see here. The Houston Police Department is investigating advertisement. You know, kidding. Brian Murray, vice president of uh, Marine Toys for Tots, said the charity did not know anything about the advertisement. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They, of course, has been saying we don't want to associate with any person who would besmirch the reputation of the U.S. Marine Corps or the Toys for Tots organization. Organization, unquote, he said. Wow. He actually had to make sure that it ended up in print somewhere. What a douche. Oh!
on it on, we go, it's Pazova Slapping seconds, the position of the chauffeur Sir, the post, and even the here, we bout to bust this pot Come in your eggs, that's too much news, not enough fuel Somebody gotta pass it on to you, and that's us It's why we trust, locked and loaded, ready to bust It's the unused, news news, unused, news news, unused News news, unused, news news, it's the unused, news news, unused, news news. Damn right we're talking to you, cause we got a shit ton more news. So from uh, hookers with hearts of gold to another douchebag Santa in the news. I know there's kind of a theme going on with this podcast and me thinking Santa Claus is a douchebag, but listen up, folks. This one is going to vindicate me. <laughs> I just love that your thesis of the show is that Santa Claus is a douchebag. It's just hilarious. I'm sorry. Keep going. <laughs> it works. It's funny. It's hilarious. I, yeah. I like it. I like it. Uh, from Newscom Australia, I'm assuming that's what .au stands for. Maybe Austria. I doubt Austria over Australia. You're talking a little country versus a continent. Uh, from Newscom.au, uh, Bad Santa at Logan Hyperdrome taunts family of autistic Asperger's children. Uh, Sean, this is going to be a particularly interest to you because I believe you do have Asperger's yourself. Uh, <laughs> right, just like Bean. <laughs> Meeting Santa Claus for the first time was meant to be a jolly experience for Cameron Sleeth. That's an unfortunate last name. Uh, sounds like a villain in a Dr. Seuss book. Uh, he was six years old. Uh, the excitement of meeting St. Nicholas turned into a nightmare his mother wishes she could forget. Tammy Sleeth said her two sons, Cameron, who has Asperger's syndrome, and Liam, who has autism, that poor fucking mother. That's why you don't do meth while you're pregnant, folks. Uh, I was thinking ooh. inbreeding. Uh, where, where, where is this taking place? Look at her. Can we, are you looking at the picture? Mm, it doesn't say where they're from. Uh, they were thrilled to have a chance to hear Santa say ho, 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 Merry Christmas and tell him what presents they England. Ah, uh, well, uh, yeah. Darren, England. Can't really blight them then. It's not like Arkansas. Uh. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> but when she took her family to Logan Hyperdome in Shaler Park, Queensland on Thursday, what was planned to be a fun time turned into a distressing turn of events. In a scene reminiscent of the film Bad Santa, starring a foul-mouthed Billy Bob Thornton. This one fucking time I take you home, okay? Uh-huh. I'm not your fucking dad-da. Uh-huh. It's not like you helped me back there with that nut job or anything, you know? Uh-huh. The right height, you're right there to grab his balls. Twist them. Why do you need a car? What the fuck are you talking about? This car. Which turn is it? Sage Terrace. Where's your sleigh? It's in the shop. Getting repaired. Where are the reindeer? I stable them. Is it left or right? That way. Where's the stable? Next to the shop. How do they sleep? Who, the reindeer? Standing up. But the noise. How do they sleep? What noise? From the shop. They only work during the day, all right? I thought it was always night at the North Pole. Well, not now. Right now, it's always day. Then how do they sleep? Oh, shit, Sage Terrace. What is it with you, anyway? Somebody drop you on your fucking head? On my head? Well, yeah, what, are they going to drop you on somebody else's head? How can they drop me onto my own head? No, not onto your... Uh, what? God damn it, are you fucking with me? The shopping center Santa made a mockery of her sons, including Cameron... Uh, who was wearing a t-shirt that read, Think before you judge. I have autism. Why would you wear that? So give your, give that shirt to your kid. It's so people don't make fun of him. Which I apparently it, did it not work. work. Yeah, <laughs> Obviously it didn't. It made it an opening for somebody. Well, well, wait a minute now. Read on. What did Santa say? The boys went up to Santa. My six-year-old was so excited to see Santa, and he was doing a little dance in front of Santa. I thought it was cute. 
He was happy. Then Santa looked at Cameron's shirt and looked at me and said, has he had his medication tonight? And I said, excuse me? I was just disgusted. You know, that's not really as big an insult as I thought it would be. Uh, but for the, to straight to the mother? Yeah, I guess if it's Santa. Oh. Yeah, Santa. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm guessing that, that he probably has had experience with um, lots and lots of children, and he probably doesn't know, doesn't doesn't distinguish between, like he probably doesn't have enough information to know autism from, say, you know, um, garden variety uh, what do they call it? The or he's just a douche. Yeah. Like, he, like either way, not... it's not his place to ask the question. Oh, oh no, no, he he should have shut his mouth. Like, it gets he... better. It gets better. After he said that, I thought I didn't hear right, and then he said it again. Uh, they started saying what they wanted, and then about two or three seconds later, he said to them, "What about a jail cell?" What the what fuck? The fuck? Ho ho no. That's weird. What? Yeah, I don't yeah that's, know. that's just strange, though. I don't. What the I mean, hell is like, that? I mean, like that must have been on a good one. <laughs> Two or three seconds later, boys started to tell Santa. Yeah, that's that's weird. Obviously, he's got some kind of issues with the. Uh... He probably just had a mental breakdown. Santa? Santa had a mental breakdown. That's so cool. All those fucking cookies, all that diabetes. It all ended with Santa saying, "You'll shoot your eye out, kid." <laughs> no, no, I want an official red undercover knife. Do you want to get rid of my lead rifle? You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Really? No. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm, 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 He's all I'm searching. Like, I'm pretty sure I read this article, but I don't know <laughs> that. Yeah. Well, let's see here. Well, he did stop doing his little dance before he asked the question, so that makes it a little bit less creepy. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't know. You know, some people feel that they have to ask questions. It certainly was inappropriate doing it that way. He could have very easily just, I guess, kind of. The mom gently... looks like he could have taken her mouth, though. Oh yeah. Well, maybe. What if he just like very quietly put his hand over his mouth and said to her, "You know, it's like I I've worked with many something something before, and uh, and I don't know if I'm going to get attacked, and I have to ask this for insurance purposes." Was, dude, I think he was just being a straight up asshole. I don't think he give a fuck. It, it I don't does know, seem don't, to don't, be. Don't, <laughs> it does right. seem to be like some uh, like it might just be bigotry. That might have been the first kid with autism he'd ever seen or something. Maybe yeah. just be purely uninformed, certainly. I mean, you know, bigotry it often just comes straight out of ignorance and not knowing the difference between what's polite and what's inappropriate. That's straight up ignorant. That's not ignorance, that's ignorant. It's ignorant. <laughs> ignorant. Choosing not to know. I will say, unfortunately, um, in the field that I work in with children, that uh, people in positions of authority, uh, I guess like Santa Claus, <laughs> but in my case, like uh, teachers often do pick on uh, children with uh, Asperger's or autism. Now, certainly not to their faces, but uh, do? I don't. I'm saying that I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm going to admit it right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just going to go lose my job. All know? of a sudden, Andre has a whole bunch of free time. Yeah, there's a problem with this article. I've just been staring at this, looking at the the, uh, the paragraph right next to the, the picture and the caption under it. And one of them is mislabeled. Okay. Well, it's because autism and Asperger's are distinctly different, and if you're going to print a story about it, you should get the two correct. It says here, Tammy Sleeth and her two sons, Cameron, comma, who has Asperger's syndrome, indicating that Cameron is the one with Asperger's, and Liam, seven, who has autism. Now, if you look at the picture right next to it, it says, Autistic Cameron, six. Now, Cameron, if you look at the paragraph next to it, has Asperger's. Somebody's dyslexic. 
Tyson, we have learned, has ADD. <laughs> or OCD. Printed one, this, whoever printed this fucking article has ADD, I'll tell you that. No, that'd be dyslexia, dude. Tyson, come down from that bell tower. Tyson, I don't like Mondays either, alright? But there's no reason to chew people. But I do like the Boomtown Rats. Oh. Before we pick this back up, I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick. I'll be back in like 20 seconds. You want 20 seconds? We should time them. 18, 18, 17, I did not think he could piss in 20 seconds. We should have piss races. We should all like totally drink ourselves up on this podcast. Not this one. And then go and see who can come back to the mic the quickest. Did he do it? He's not here yet. Oh, shit. He fucked up. Yeah, he didn't make it. Oh, he's fucked. No way. Oh, he's got to drink a whole gallon of milk now. Eggnog. It's the holiday season. In the meadow, we will build a snowman. Is this a Christmas song? You did not make it, you jerk. Yeah, you fucked up, dude. We timed you. We timed you. 20 seconds. And we, and we found a new spot. Yeah, yeah. We're going to have piss races. <laughs> we're all going to drink, and then we're going to we're gonna say, okay, on your market sets, go and see who can get back to the mic in time. And Jen holds the bar. We're going to make her go first. <laughs> that poor girl. Uh, that's a handicap. <laughs> first, she's measuring her cocks, and now she's timing our pisses. Hey, we need to do a little segment where it's like, like I got a tape measure, and just put the microphone down next to it, like bang on the table, and it's like pull the tape measure out, and make it snap back and go, all right, 13 foot. 13 foot. <laughs> Send that to the brakes. Wow. <laughs> you think I'm a horse? <laughs> I'm a <clears throat> Unfortunately, I'm the guy that's weighing you all down in that cock-off. Are you? I'm looking at Tyson's picture, though, and I'm thinking he more than compensates. What? Why is that? What? Because <laughs> right, I'm balding? I don't know if balding baldness anywhere ties into penis size. Yeah, my cock is so big, it takes three, three pictures of me, myself to cover it up. Apparently, it starts from where my chin is as well. Oh, it, my cock is so big, it has a moon. That's not a moon. That's a it's space station. It's a space station. station. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tyson, uh, tell us a little bit about... See, I, I guess you kind of collect wacky, crazy Christmas songs. Well, as far as collecting goes, I, I, I do I collect novelty songs in general, but tis the season for uh, notable holiday songs that are either notable uh, remakes of traditional songs, uh, complete original songs, or... Um, well, I guess it's really just those two. These time, this time of year, isn't there? Um, first oh, up I, is, go ahead, sir. I was just gonna say, if you could hit us up with your, like, what would be your top three? Uh, top three? Well, um, okay, in no particular order. This is a new one I found this year to add to my uh, to my list of novelty Christmas uh, listening. <laughs> it's uh, a duet between Justin Bieber and Busta Rhymes, oh. and. It's it's a Wait, version of Little Drummer Boy. That's for real. Oh, Wait, that's is this real thing. Tyson, Tyson's top three "Tis the Season" tunes? Not necessarily top three, but it's a collection of three to look t- for the season. And uh, one, two, I have special memories of. But I found this one recently. I needed to share it with people because it's so surreal. All right, well, let's play and, it. Yeah, it's a good track, actually. Go ahead. I find it 
Yeah, Bieber's got flow. Huh? Bieber's got flow. Uh, my second is a song called I Found the Brains of Santa Claus. I found the brains of Santa Claus underneath my bed. They were in a pickle jar. I wonder if he's dead. Oh, they smell like dried up tuna and look more gray than red. I found the brains of Santa Claus, I'll bet you that he's dead. Yes, he still may have a jelly belly and a big white bushy beard. But without that gray stuff in his head, he would act kind of weird. I found the brains of Santa Claus, his wife may want them back. I'd send them to her COD, the zip code's all I lacked. They really aren't much use to me, except serve them as a snack. 
I've found the brains of Santa Claus It's strange but it's a fact Santa Claus by uh, Jason and the Strap Tones. Wow. Each year I, I also make anti-Christmas albums, and I try to find weird and wacky songs, and a lot of them have come from the Dr. Demento show, which I know you're a fan of. Yes, that's uh, where I discovered uh, Weirdo Yankovic for the first time, who actually uh, goes into my next pick, which I'll bring up later. Oh, I might know that one.
I think my favorite, uh, both novelty uh, and just and Christmas song, um, probably has to be "Christmas at Ground Zero by Weird Al Yankovic. I, you know what? I, I was, to- I was uh, totally, I totally would have agreed with you until a couple of years later when he released "The Night Santa Went Crazy."
Ah, yes, that was on his ninth album. Um, With Scissors, I believe, right? Or is it uh, Bad Hair Day? Bad Hair Day, yes. Uh, Very good. It was actually a style parody of Black Gold by Soul Asylum. That I did not know. But So that makes uh, Christmas at Ground Zero completely... Um, the only thing it, it, it uh, takes from is the original Christmas spirit and Atomic Age uh, scare films and whatnot. It's a yeah. great... The video, video for that is great, you know, and Al actually does appear at the end in a little cameo. Yes, uh, he does. But yeah, I mean, he he could he should just do a whole Christmas album because the the, the two he has done mm-hmm. have been quite quite awesome, and both have been uh, placed on my anti Christmas albums. And it is amazing out of all the albums, he has thirteen total so far. He's only ever made two Christmas songs. Huh. Yeah. And never one Easter song. Not that I'm aware of. I'll be, tell you what, if I find an Easter song, I'll bring it in next week, or I'll say something. <laughs> but uh, you're probably right. But I wouldn't be surprised if there's one in there that is, and I just haven't heard it yet, because the, these last couple albums, I haven't heard every track on, but I used to collect them. To I, talk to you Go ahead. And are you like me? Do you think it's because uh, we're getting old, and, and the fact that the songs that are being parodied are not necessarily artists that we enjoy? Um, I think that might be exactly it. Yeah, that's what I think. Like, as, yeah. as, I mean, things like people like Lady Gaga and such, like you know, that was done on the last album. It's like I don't even know the original songs, so it's not as interesting. And and on the last couple albums, Al kind of tossed in a parody mm-hmm. of an older track, like uh, Piano Man was on was on uh, one of the last ones. And I think that was Poodle Hat, wasn't it? That was on Poodle Hat, yeah, where he did a Spider. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that was awesome. Well, he he threw uh, an old song into the mix with uh, Alapalooza. Uh, he did Jurassic Park, and MacArthur Park was an older song at the time. It was one of the few times he went so far backwards up until uh, borrowing from Don McLean's American Five to do the uh, Epic Begins for the album um, Running with Scissors. I think it was a Saga Begins. Saga Begins, yes. Sorry, pardon me. No worries. Sa- well, did you say Saga or Saga? Saga. What did, what did I say? Did I say Saga? Saga! Saga Begins? <laughs> Saga! Saga! All right, well, continuing along the theme of... Uh, of Christmas songs, going now to the more classic type Christmas carols. Uh, we're going to wrap this pod up with uh, a game. We like to play games on this pod. Goody, 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 goody. Yeah. Is that you rubbing Ooh, your cookie, hands? cookie, cookie? That was, <laughs> I hope yeah, that was hands. That was actually me rubbing my hands together. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't realize it was so loud. All right. So here's how, uh, here, here's how this one's going to work. And I'm going to be totally honest with you guys. I haven't looked at the answer, so I'm not cheating. I'm going to play along with this one. Uh, a friend of mine brought me up uh, a literal translate translation of Christmas carols. And just looking at these, these are pretty fucking difficult. So if we can level off one of them, I'll be impressed. <laughs> All right. All right. So let's see. Let's try and test our creative brain power and <clears throat> uh, and <clears throat> see if we can figure out some literal translations of Christmas songs, what they actually would be. So here is here's the first one on the list. Now, I don't know if this is in any order of difficulty, but the yeah. first one right off the bat is pretty fucking hard. Okay. Uh, so the All literal right. translation is the apartment of two psychiatrists. What Christmas song is that? The Apartment of what Two the Psychiatrists. Fuck? The Apartment of Two Psychiatrists. Um, oh, heck. I don't know is that it, many Christmas songs. Is this now, would this be a classic like Christmas song, or does this include like, um, stuff? Yeah, what's the range on this? Okay, let me give you, uh, I'll give you the answer to this one, just to kind of give you an idea of how, how this quiz is, is, uh, is written up. How it works, yeah. The answer is actually the Nutcracker Suite. Oh. Get it? 
the apartment suite of two psychiatrists. Nutcracker. Who oh, the wow. fuck calls them uh, nutcrackers? Okay. All right. Okay. It's See? using sim- similes and metaphors. Similes okay, and metaphors. That's how you gotta think. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So number yeah. two, the lad is a diminutive percussionist. The little oh, drummer boy. Little drummer boy. Ah, uh, that is correct. Yep. The little drummer boy. Uh, decorate the entryways. Deck the halls. Deck the halls. Deck the halls. Deck the halls. Uh, Sir Lancelot with laryngitis. What the fuck? Um. Uh, Sir Lancelot Silent with Knight. laryngitis. Oh, Silent Angel Knight. got it. <laughs> oh. All over this game. Good, you, dude. You're you're cleaning house. Uh, number five. Uh, I don't even fucking get this one. I'm not gonna read it. Number six, present me naughty but dual in scissors for this festive Yuletide. Du- dual in, in scissors? Dual in scissors. Wait, say um, it again because that wasn't even yeah. English. Present, present me naughty but dual in scissors for this festive Yuletide. Cutting. Uh, sound like a serial killer mumbling. I was about to say that, dude. (laughs) Ropes cutting, ropes cutting. Uh, Pretty naughty. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Ted Bundy joins the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Murders past. (laughs) I think Ted Bundy put it best when he said... And I think Al Bundy put it best when he said... It was the night before Christmas. And all through the house, no food was a stirring, not even a mouse. (laughs) Stockings were hung round Dad's neck like a tie, <laughs> along with a note that said, presents or die. <laughs> Children were plotting all night in their beds, while the wife's constant whining was splitting his head. <laughs> but Daddy had money this year in the bank. Then they closed up early. Now Dad's in the tank. <laughs> and all of a sudden, Santa appeared, a sneer on his face, Booze in his beard. <laughs> Santa, I said as he laughed merrily, you do so much for others. Do something for me. Bundy, he said, you only sell shoes. Your son is a sneak thief. Your daughter's a flues. <laughs> ho, ho, Santa said, should I mention your wife? Her hair's like an A-bomb. Her nail's like a knife. <laughs> and he climbs up the chimney. That fat piece of dung. <laughs> two times he stuck out his tongue and I heard him exclaim as he broke wind with glee you're married with children you'll never be free anyways yeah. this one is uh, all I yeah, want for Christmas is my two my front, two front teeth. teeth incisors oh I, I didn't see oh, front. that's my fault that's okay it's okay I was going to ask but I decided not to me fail English that's impossible uh, <laughs> you're a teacher I uh, have <laughs> there you go <laughs> that's why I work in kindergarten. That's the type of Canadian learning you're getting up there. That's still probably yeah. better than the American school system. I mean, I just, I just, you know, I just teach the kid to accentuate their A's. Okay, good day. This is our Christmas part of the album, and you can play this at your Christmas parties uh, or to yourself on Christmas Eve if there's nothing else to do. Good day, eh? Yeah. In case you thought like I wasn't on this part. Oh, I guarantee you, you'd be on. Okay, now. This is our Christmas song, in case you don't know what to get somebody for Christmas. There's lots of ideas in here, so listen and don't get stuck. Okay. By the way, that's me on the organ. Oh, Jesus. You start. Okay. Okay. 
On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a beer. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave to me two turtlenecks and a beer. On the third day of Christmas, my true love gave to me three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer. Okay, that should be more there, right? Where? On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four pounds of back bacon, three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. Oh, yeah. More. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me five golden toques. Four pounds of back bacon, three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. Okay, on the sixth, two golden Christmas, my true love gave to me six packs of two for five golden toots. Four pounds of back bacon, three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. Okay, on the seventh day of Christmas, my true love gave to me. Seven packs of smoke and get oh, six packs of two five golden toots, four pounds of bag bacon, three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a tree. This should just be the two days of Christmas. It's too hard for us. Um, go home. Oh, eight days of Christmas. gave to me eight comic books, seven packs of smoke, six packs of two for five. Beer. Yeah, that beer is empty. Okay, day uh, 12. Good day, and welcome to day 12. Yeah. Golden toots, four pounds of bag bacon, three French toast, two turtlenecks, and a beer in a Mm-hmm. A boot. Okay, here you go. Number seven. The smogless bewitching hour arrived. You say the smogless? Smog. <laughs> smog. Oh, um, it, came, it came upon a midnight clear. Are correct. It came upon a midnight clear. Uh, number eight. Exuberation to this orb. Joy to the world. Oh, Lord. I was going to, yeah. Do you perceive the same longitudinal pressure which stimulates my auditory senses, uh, sense organ? Do you hear what Ooh, I hear? Yeah. Do you? Tyson, do you got this on Google now? No. You're finding these a lot quicker than... Tyson Sir. is our Wikipedia. You forget these things. Mm. Well, it, it largely depends on which ones I actually performed while I was in choir or not, because other ones I might not be so familiar with. But That, that, that song always reminds me of fucking Gremlins. <laughs> really? Said the yeah. night wind to the little lamb. Do you hear what I hear? We've been having a lot of Gremlins references lately. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. A star, a star, dancing in the night with a tail as big as a kite. Yeah, well, I mean, it's what starts to play downstairs while the mother is, realizes that the Gremlin pods have... Broken. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yes, yeah. yes. Nice, ironic counterpoint and pacing. Always creeps me out. Always creeps me out. All right, no, Dante owes us residuals. <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, the voice of Gizmo, Canadian. That's all I'm saying. Cool. Bum, bum, bum. Who did, who did the voice of Gizmo? Howie Mandel. Oh, very nice. Yes, Mr. Mr. Mandel. Uh, the uh, the red-suited paw is due in this burg. 
Santa Claus. Here comes Santa Claus. Down, or... Oh, that's uh, right. Angelo's got his Santa Claus. Ah, good one. Good one. Uh, stepping on the pad cover. Oh, good lord. Stepping on the pad cover? Oh, out, out on the... You're close. Out on the rooftops? Up on the rooftop. Up, up on, on the rooftop. Housetop. Uh, click, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, that one's not really played much anymore. Not so much. It's great in hoot, Christmas hoot nannies, though. All right, this hoot nannies, hoot nannies, and howabaloos. This mm-hmm. one's a stumper. It 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 was the one that stumped my friend, who apparently got all of these. Uh, Wait, un- friends a stumper? She's a stumper. Stumped like Steve Buscemi in Fargo. Oh, oh. <laughs> very good, very good. Thank you. I'm uh, surprised I know one reference tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Uncouth, uncouth dolt has his beezer in the booze and thinks he is a dark cloud's boyfriend. Beezer, is that Bezoar or Beezer? Beezer. How is it spelled? B E E Z or Z for you Americans. E R. Okay. All right. No. Once could you uh, once more please? Uncouth dolt mm-hmm. has his beezer in the booze and thinks he is a dark cloud's boyfriend. He's gay. Thanks, he's a dark cloud. Sorry, um, with, uh... Angelo, come on. No, it's just not clicking. Anything? Anybody? Uh, it's a tough one. I'm, I'm gone. Well, let's try and work through. What's a dark cloud? A dark cloud is like one that gives rain, perhaps? Rain. So it's got its boyfriend would be... Raindrops falling on your head? So why its boyfriend? Is somebody in love with this cloud? Because it's... Love you might cloud. you might say it was his deer. Oh. Oh. Um, huh. Like reindeer. He just reindeer. Reindeer. Rudolph the reindeer. I'm just so throwing it out there. Rudolph the red nose reindeer. reindeer. Beezer is another term for nose. Where? I know what so. Yeah. Where? <laughs> I don't know. In Renaissance England. <laughs> okay. Renaissance right, England. Question? Why do you call it Zed? <laughs> Why do you call it Z? Yeah. It's like military. I don't know. Why do you call it Z? Because it's called Z. Well, that's not necessarily true. If you look in uh, Britain, is Britain Z or Z? Who invented the English language? The whole whole entire world says Z. Yes, but Canada isn't England, remember. But yeah, they do both do Z. It's true. Shoot to that, yeah. I, I, I I like Z. Z's dead, baby. Do they say aluminum or aluminum over there? We say yeah. alumi- aluminum. Okay. You do say aluminum. The only other thing, I mean, things change, like we spell things like theater differently, where we put the R before the E as opposed to after the E. Yeah. And color, then... color with an extra U? I don't understand it either, to tell you the truth. <laughs> which, which way do they spell gray over there? A, I think? Or is it E? I don't is know. It I, I believe it's E, because gray is, uh, with an A, is spelled oh. in gray. Wait, well, there you go. Grammar so, lessons with Tyson. That's right. Well, Spalding Gray is a famous monologue. That's People actually a true just... question because I don't know which one's which. One <laughs> of us has an E. One of us has uses the A. Wow. I can't remember is, which one's which. Isn't Spalding Gray the guy that invented the football? No, no, that's a tennis racket, but no, um, but yes, uh, he, uh, <laughs> oh my God. But no, it's great because people who just meet him turn his name around in his head and start calling him Gary because they think he's Gary Spaulding and you don't spell Gary with a, with an E. So I just, so they're like now Gary It's like, um, whatever. Yes. Gary Spaulding, Gray, Gary Spaulding. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Have, 
have hitherward the entire assembly of those who are loyal in their belief. From hither all ye faithful. Close. Yeah. Oh, come all ye faithful. Oh, come all ye. Yeah. yeah. Don't mind if I do. Hey oh. Obese personification fabricated of compressed mounds of minute crystals. Americans. Fat ghost diamond tits. <laughs> yeah. That's my favorite of all Christmas carols. It would be if there was that thing. Tyson, you're a music, <laughs> music producer. Go make that thing. Fat <laughs> ghost music tits. I can't hear remember. What, what, what the fuck what, was you it? Say, what'd you say, Tyson? Fat ghost diamond tits. Right. No, what was the clue? A loving ballad to the Virgin Mary. Howdy how Virgin Mary was sleeping when Angel Gabriel appeared. He said you are to be the Virgin Mother, but Mary thought that was weird. Mary said I'm not a virgin, I blew a guy last year. But then Gabriel said to Mary, my child, have no fear. Suck all the dick you want and still be a virgin. Mary, you can suck all the dick you want and still not be considered flawed. Although you went to town and sucked some semen down, you're still a virgin in the eyes of God. There was no room at the inn when Mary and Joseph did arrive, but they were so very tired, you see. Bribe. Since she had no money, how would she pay for a place to sleep? Gabriel appeared to Mary and told her not to weep. Cause you can suck all the dick you want and still be a virgin. Mary, you can suck all the dick you want and still be the mother of Christ. If there's no room at the inn, then it's not considered a sin. To suck some dick to get a room for the night. Then three wise men did appear, bearing gifts of myrrh and such. They said that they had followed a star and missed a woman's touch. Mary thought she might pleasure them, but could not take them to bed. But again, Gabriel appeared to her, and this is what he said. You can suck all the dick you want and still be a virgin. Mary, you can suck all the dick you want, everyone that hangs in the nation. Felatio ain't no sin. Gonna blow those three wise men. And you'll still be a virgin cause there was no penetration. So you can suck all the dick you want and still be a virgin. And the ox and the lambs and even the little drummer boy People will remember your name quick They'll say, damn, that bitch could suck a good dick Cause sucking dick brings peace on earth and joy Cause sucking dick brings peace on earth and joy Mary, Mary, suck that dick Oh, is it, um... Obese uh, personification fabricated of compressed mounds of minute crystals. Minute crystals. Money. What the hell is that one called? What's the one with the with the little guy? The little round yon virgin dude. <laughs> Jesus? No, no, <laughs> the round yon virgin dude. Is this something with snowflakes? You are correct. 
That would be uh, that would be minute crystals. It could be snowflakes. Then. Yeah. Uh, I don't know when with snowflakes in it. No. All right, there you go. Frosty the Snowman. Oh, what the oh. fuck? Oh. Oh. Um, he is fat. All right. Parent was observed osculating a red-coated, unshaven teamster. I saw mommy what? kissing Santa Claus. We're correct. Ooh, well done. Mm, cup-shaped instruments fashioned of a whitish metallic element. Um, a scapula. Yes. No. Here we come a wassailing. What? <laughs> no. A, a waffling. Wassailing. <laughs> yes, waffling. I could use some wassail. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Satellite of Love. Here, Here we come a wassailing, etc., etc. Et Give us our wassail, if you please, sir. Uh, wassail? I'm pretty sure I'm fresh out of wassail. Oh, you're no fun. Yeah. Well, come on, it's July. I know, but where's the challenge in wassailing at Christmas? The place is lousy with wassail. Take two steps and BAM! You smash your toe on tons of the lousy stuff! Wait, wait, wait a minute. What is wassail, anyway? Oh, um, uh, well, uh... It's, you know, it's, uh... I don't know, I think it's an anti-inflammatory or something. Well, the point is, if you can't provide wassail for we humble tattered minstrels, you gotta turn over your debit card and PIN number immediately. Yeah, it's a custom that goes back centuries. Yep. You made that up. No, no. Uh, listen to the song. <clears throat> if the person who you sing to can provide the wassail, you are entitled to his debit card and PIN number. Love and joy come to you, unless you can provide the wassail, then severe financial financial penalties shall come to you and severe financial penalties to you um, um, so that's not it then no okay <laughs> uh silver bells silver, silver bells, bells. Silver bells. Uh, oh, how the hell did we get that one i don't know here's the last one uh-huh. here we go vehicular homicide was committed on dad's mom by a precipitous grandma got run over by a reindeer you got it <laughs> also a famous novelty Christmas song. It all ties together. Which does have <laughs> wow. an answer. Well there done. is an answer song. Like a bow on a Christmas present. Yes, yes, like a bow, indeed. There is a Rudolph Got Run Over by My Grandma answer song that was produced. Rudolph Got Run Over by My Grandma Just as he arrived on Christmas Day Listening to the radio, and she nearly lost her breath, yelling cuss words at the DJ who kept playing that song where she gets hooked to death. So she went out on the warpath. There was evil in her eye. She said, "I'm gonna find that reindeer, and by golly, one of us is gonna die." Like yeah, a, it was a, like okay. a sequel, or it was like a totally. Yeah, it was Rudolph got run over by my grandma, and it's basically Rudolph in the real world getting pissed off about this song where where grandmothers run him over, so he decides he's going to find a grandmother and run her over instead. Yeah. So as we bring our festive holiday podcast to a close, I'd like to to wish the Smod Squad a very happy holidays and best in the new year. Happy uh, Happy Christmas. War is over. Jiggle your balls in happiness. <laughs> Deck my halls. Deck my balls. Do you think they know it's Christmas? After all, I'm trying to wish you guys a happy holiday. Yes, happy holidays. Happy, you know what? Happy holidays. Fuck Christmas. Just whatever you happen to celebrate, have fun with it. I am Jamie's bus driver. Sean Caleri at MotoGPMan2006. 
Angelo Scarpelli at MadGecko82. Tyson Sainer at RevT23. And we're the, the Smog Squad. Happy holidays, everybody! To the little lamb Do you see what I see? Way up in the sky, little lamb Do you see what I see? A star, a star Dancing in the night With a tail as big as a kite with a tail as big as a kite Said the little lamb to the shepherd boy Do you hear what I hear? Ringing through the sky, shepherd boy Christmas is all about Charlie Brown.